Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Keep Moving Forward podcast with Tom O'Leary. I'm so grateful that you're listening and uh, thanks for the feedback, comments. Thanks for passing these uh, messages on to other people. You can always send them to the website, tomoleary.org, T-H-O-M-O-L-E-A-R-Y.org. Uh, for those that are able to uh, make a small donation, thank you so much. That is just means the world to me. I'm so grateful. And again, you're able to do that by going to the website at tomoleary.org. So today, I've got a podcast for you. Boy, do I. Yes, you do matter. Capital D-O, do. Yes, you do matter. So many times in life, we kind of lose our way or we feel lonely or we feel like we're living without purpose. And you need to know today about what God thinks about you and how that changes you on the inside and allows you to step into realizing and recognizing and living out loud that I matter. You matter, I matter, we all matter, and it's all because of God's great plan. I want to kick off with a scripture in the New Testament that really talks about this. It's Ephesians 2.10, and it says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. So here it is. You are God's masterpiece. Some translations say workmanship. This whole idea that God is forming you and shaping you. And when you come to Christ, there's this newness. And all of a sudden, the game plan gets unfolded, one that God had planned before you were even born. He knew you by name, and he knows you by name, and he is now executing this plan in your life. And so, can you wrap your head around that, that you're God's workmanship, you're God's masterpiece? Uh, I'll never forget watching this uh, sculptor, and he was uh, using clay, and it was on a spinning table, and he he starts out with just a, a hunk of mud, and and pretty soon it's it's going around and around on the spinning table, and he's grooving it and shaping it, and he's adding a little water, and and all of a sudden, by you know, by the time it was all done, he had this beautiful vase. I mean, it started with a, a hunk of mud, and, and now it was this masterpiece, and, and what a what a image of how God works with us. You know, he he has, we're on this spinning table, right, called earth, going around and around, and God has his fingerprints all over you, shaping you, making grooves, and, and, and turning you into this masterpiece. And he adds that water to soften up things. That's the Holy Spirit. You know, there's just so much imagery there. And, and so we got to know that we really, really do matter. So how do we grab a hold of this? Today, we're going to be in Psalm 139. Take a look at 1 through 18. And man, are there some golden nuggets, some 
precious pearls in this passage that we're going to pull out that's really going to show us that we matter. So here we go. Number one, you matter because God knows you. So here it is, Psalm 139, 1 through 4 says, You've searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern me going out and my lying down. You're familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. Wow. (laughs) You matter because God knows you. And verse 1 through 4, man, he knows you through and through. He has searched you over. And he knows your thoughts. So that's important. So, you know, having good thoughts, having pure thoughts, having positive thoughts, uh, you know, God knows them. And and he knows your fears and your temptations. And he, he knows the good, the bad, and the ugly. But he knows you. And he knows your thoughts. Um, you know, wherever you go, he knows your movement. He knows when you're on the go and when you're kicking your feet up and, you know, he knows it all. And this is the crazy one. He knows what you're going to say before you say it. (laughs) You know how much someone would have to know you, (laughs) know what you're going to say before you say it. I mean, once in a while, my wife and I can do that to each other because, you know, we've been married uh, this August, 36 years and going strong, and, you know, you get to know someone. But but I don't know everything she's going to say, and she doesn't know everything I'm going to say. God does. Before you get the words off your lips, God knows it. So he knows you. He knows you by name. He knew you before you were created, and he knows you through and through. I love the story of Joe DiMaggio, the famous... Uh, pro baseball player from back in the day, way back, and uh, played for the New York Yankees. Well, it was during World War II that Joe DiMaggio decided to serve his country. So he pulled out of playing professional baseball, went overseas, served, and then came back with the intent to play again, but he hadn't started up. So he thought he would take his son, Joe Jr., to the Yankee baseball stadium to just watch a game. So they're in the stands and all of a sudden someone recognizes Joe DiMaggio and they're saying, Hey, that's Joe DiMaggio. And someone else goes, wait, that is Joe DiMaggio. That's Joe. And all of a sudden the crowd is having this recognition of this famous baseball player and they start chanting, Joe, Joe, Joe DiMaggio, Joe, Joe, Joe DiMaggio. And and all of a sudden, his son, Joe Jr., looks up at his dad, pulls his pant leg and says, Dad, they know my name. (laughs) I love that. You know, how much more does God know your name? You matter. He knows you through and through. Okay, number two. You matter because God protects you. And that's verse 5 and 6 of Psalm 139. It says, You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. The psalmist here is saying, You go before me, uh, you're behind me, 
and in the middle, you've got your hand on me. And again, think of like a, a parent with a child uh, holding their hand or, you know, walking and, you know, maybe it's busy traffic and they, you, you literally put the hand on the shoulder or on the top of their head, like, stay close to me, you know, be careful here. You know, that God is walking with you. He is protecting you because he's going before you and he's behind you. And his hand is on you. And the psalmist is like, man, it's hard for me to even understand all that. I mean, wow, what what a blessing that God is protecting me. God is protecting you. It reminds me of when I would do swim lessons and uh, teach swim lessons to little kids. And by the end of the two-week session, you know, one of the goals was to see if they would jump off the diving board. And so they'd get up on the end of the diving board, they'd be shivering, and you as the lifeguard are in the water, and you're waiting water, and you're going, okay, jump. And they're like, are you sure? I go, yeah, yeah, I'm going to catch you. I'm going to catch you. Go ahead and jump. Are you sure you're going to catch me? Yeah, no, I got you. You know, and, and finally, you know, they would jump and we would catch them and take them to the side. Well, then uh, later on in life, I had children of my own, uh, now for adult children, but, you know, they were little. And my wife was also a lifeguard and taught swim lessons. So we would teach our kids swim, swim lessons. And it was the same thing. Like they're on the side of the pool and or the diving board and like, okay, jump, you know, and how much more would you think your own kid would trust you? And in that moment, they're like, are you sure? It was the same routine. You know? Are you sure you're going to catch me? Come on, I'm going to catch you. I'm not going to let you drown. You're my precious one. Come on now. And so, you know, God is calling you to things. He's calling you to, to jump and he's not going to let you drown. He's protecting you. He's that kind of heavenly father. He's looking after you and you matter. And think of it this way. If you didn't matter, God wouldn't protect you. Like who protects something that doesn't matter? But you do matter and God is protecting you. And that protection actually shows his heart for you and that you really do matter. Okay, number three, you matter because... God's always with you. Always, always. And that's verse 7 through 10 in Psalm 139. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up into the heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. So again, the psalmist is saying, there's no way to get away from your presence. Nothing. I can't, you know, if I go up in the sky, if I go down in the valley, if, if I, you know, take a ship across the ocean, what, whatever it is, you are always there. And not only there, but you're, you're guiding me. You're taking my hand. So wherever you go, there he is. Maybe you've heard that expression, wherever you go, there you are. Well, <laughs> wherever you go, there he is, meaning God is with you. And so you matter because God is always with you. And I know uh, any of us can feel lonely. And at times of just feeling all by yourself. 
you know, and I know that feeling of being in a big crowd and yet feeling lonely on the inside. That's an interesting dynamic. And I tell you from my own personal life, when I feel lonely, I have to remind myself of this truth. God is always with me. He'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. God is always with me. Always, 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 always. And he's always with you. Always, 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 always. And you need to remind yourself of that daily throughout the day. And especially when you're feeling lonely. When, when you just feel like I'm all alone and I'm battling the world by myself. No, God is with you. God is always with you. And remind yourself of that. And especially when you're feeling lonely. Okay, number four, you matter because God created you. Look at, oh boy, Psalm 139, verse 13 to 15. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Wow. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. So here in verse 13 to 15, really spelling out that God was a part of the entire process of you being created in your biological mother's womb, that God was creating you and he was knitting you together in your mother's womb. I mean, think about that. My mom used to knit, you know, and, you you know, putting it together, putting it together. Well, this is God taking every cell in your body and knitting it together, knitting you together. And, and to know that, you know, fearfully, you know, like there's this reverence about it and that, and that it's wonderful because, you know, when God makes something, when he creates something, he calls it good. And, and, and when he calls it good, it's up, it's good. It's really good. And so the psalmist here is going, I got to remind myself of that and how wonderful your works are and that you created me. And so that gives you a sense of like, you're not here by accident. There, are, No, no, no. There are no accidents. Oh yeah, people get pregnant and, and it can be a surprise. It doesn't surprise God because God is the ultimate creator. And so he, he knit, knitted you together in your mother's womb as he has done of all creation. I remember a college professor trying to drive home this idea that you matter <clears throat> and he was talking about the birds and the bees. And uh, if the children are listening to the podcast, I'll keep this very G-rated. But the college professor said, there is a big race and the gun went off and there were millions swimming at the same time. And guess what? You won. <laughs> it was I thought that was pretty good. I don't know. But this idea, like, you know what? God had a plan. You you were the first one there and you won. And God was over the whole process. He created you. He knew you before the creation of the world. That is amazing. God created you. Okay, number five. We're rocking. We're rolling. We're moving forward. Keep moving forward. We're living a life of perseverance. Number five. You matter because... God has a written plan for you. And that's verse 16 in Psalm 139. That says, Your eyes saw my unformed body. 
All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. That's so mind-blowing that God was looking at you when you were, you know, he's knitting you together in your mother's womb. You're, he's watching your unformed body. He's looking over this creation. And that all of the days ordained for you were written in his book. Apparently, God has a huge book. And, and those days are numbered, the Bible says. And there's this plan that God has for you. And in fact, it's a written plan and it's just for you. And it uses that word ordained. Um, that kind of means like, you know, ordered by God, uh, decreed by God, uh, prescribed by God, uh, determined by God. And it's understanding that, wow, I guess I really do matter if God has a written plan for me. I kind of like that written plan. Like, not just a plan, not just kind of like a good thought. You know, we all get good thoughts and like, oh, I should do this or I should do that. You know, but, uh, you know, it's, you, you know, a written plan, kind of like a business plan. Like, I'm going to launch this business and I'm writing it all down. Well, God has a written plan for your life. And so he sees your past. He sees your present. He sees your future. Here's a good illustration to try to understand and wrap your head around. How does God see my past, my present, and my future? Well, think of the Rose Parade. Okay, New Year's Day, every day, the Rose Parade in Pasadena, California. And these beautiful floats are going down Colorado Boulevard. And you are on one of those floats. That's your life. And it's beautiful float. You're a beautiful person and, and God created you. And so you're, you're just, you're living life on the float. You're going down Colorado Boulevard, living your life. And the thing is, is that God is in the good year, uh, blimp. <laughs> you know, the big blimp that flies in the sky. He's in the good year blimp and he can see when your float is passing uh, 21st Street, and he can see when it's going to get to the 30th Street, and some little kid is going to throw an ice cream cone at you or whatever, and he can see the finish line of where the float's going to finally uh, end the parade. He, he, he sees the past, the present, the future, because from his perspective, he's in the Goodyear blimp. He sees your past, your present, and your future. And I want to remind you, God has a written plan for you and that should rise up within you. Yes, I really do matter. And that leads to me to the last one. I want to give you six here out of Psalm 139, verse 1 through 18. And we're going to end on verse 17 and 18 to put the exclamation point on this thing. How precious are your thoughts concerning me, O God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. Isn't that a beautiful thought? Because here's number six. God has billions and billions and billions of precious thoughts about you. Number six, you matter because God has billions of precious thoughts about you. That's one of those moments 
where you just want to think about it, dwell on that. There's this Hebrew word called selah. It's used in the book of Psalms uh, many times. And it's interesting because Bible professors don't even actually know, or Bible scholars, I should say, don't even actually positive what the word means, but it does have this reflection about it, like like to pause and reflect and think about what you just read. And, and so that's that one. I think this is like a Selah moment. God has billions of precious thoughts about you. Think about that. Selah, think about that. Reflect on that. Uh, meditate on that. Chew on that. And they're, they're precious thoughts, like amazing thoughts that he has about you, of how he feels about you. And I know that there's billions of them because it would outnumber the grains of sand. Well, that's a lot, that's a lot of billions there. Isn't that beautiful? That's how great your God is. That's how big and vast and awesome and how much he loves you. And so I want to recap, but I want us to go back to where we started and now approach Ephesians 2:10, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 again that told us for we are God's masterpiece, he has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Okay, I'm going to recap the six that we had here out of Psalm 139, showing us why you matter. So I'm, let me recap those six, and then let's approach Ephesians 2.10. Okay, so you matter because, number one, God knows you. You matter, number two, because God protects you. You matter because, number three, God's always with you. You matter because, number four, God created you. You matter because, number five, God has a written plan for you. And you matter because, number six, God has billions of precious thoughts about you. Now take those six things and now go, wow, God, I am your masterpiece, Ephesians 2.10. Wow, you made me new in Christ Jesus. Wow. You've got a purpose and a plan, good things for me to do, to accomplish on this earth. I have a plan. I have a purpose in you. You planned it a long time ago. Now I can approach Ephesians 2.10 and really receive it in my heart because I now know that I do matter. My friends, this is so important and these is one of those podcasts, one of these messages that we got to remind ourselves. And man, when you're feeling all by yourself or you're feeling purposeless, you're like, I don't even know what the plan. You, you come back to this one and remind yourself out of Psalm 139 that yes, you do matter. And I want to pray for you today. Father, thank you for every person listening to this podcast God, I pray you'd encourage them. I pray that you'd fill their tanks back up, their spiritual tanks, their emotional tanks. Uh, God, give them physical strength and energy. Give them your power, God. Give them 
the hope and the strength and the desire to keep moving forward, uh, to live a life of perseverance, uh, and, and to enjoy it. Let their, let the joy of the Lord be their strength. And let this whole understanding that they matter really, uh, go, go deep in them, really sink in that they matter. Because God, you know them. You're always with them. You've created, you have a plan, you have a written plan for them. And you have billions of precious thoughts about them. Oh God, we receive that today. We receive that we are your masterpiece and we're going to walk out your plan and purpose for our lives. Thank you, Lord. Bless each person. Bless them, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Keep Moving Forward podcast. If you know someone who's going through a lonely time or just they're feeling insignificant or don't have purpose, you know, pass this podcast on to them. Uh, you can just send it uh, directly or you can uh, send them to the website, tomoleary.org. Uh, and once again, thank you uh, for your feedback. Thanks for ideas for future podcasts. Uh, this podcast is all about just encouraging to keep moving forward in life, in God's plan, God's purpose, uh, through God's word, uh, by the leading of his Holy Spirit, and uh, to keep us all living that life of perseverance. So uh, never forget, never forget, God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And I'm for you. God bless.